Welcome everybody to another edition of the podcast. Today is Cinco de Mayo. It's May 5th, 2020. And tonight we've got uh, Danny Dickler as always. And a friend of ours, Mr. Hobbs. Sean Hobbs is making it in tonight. So uh, with that, let's uh, get in the show. What up, what up? Yo, yo. We're live in this bitch. What's going on? Not much. Just uh, hanging out, smoking some smokies, eating some food. Called a couple of people, though. Happy Cinco de Mayo, by the way. Shaman's totally cool. Um, I called uh, the assistant pro over at uh, Madrona. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, old big old attorney, big guy. No, I don't know that guy at all. Yeah, cool guy. He said he would be totally down. I asked him what day because I go, I want to catch you when you're like just drinking or smoking pot. And he goes, call me on a Monday. On a Monday? Well, we just missed, yeah. We just so missed we got a Monday schedule. Cinco de Mayo Tuesday. So, what he's got to be doing something tonight. No, well, he's got to he's got to work early tomorrow. I I called and talked to him for about half an hour. I talked to Shaman. I I tried to make sure we had to get a little uh, guest tonight. We do have a good guest. We do, Mister Hobbs. Yes, Sean fucking Hobbs. Now I have only met him maybe like once in my life. I don't even think he knows who I am because I can't even remember what he looks like. I know him very well. He dated he dated my sister at one point. Oh, that's good claim to fame, I guess. <laughs> God. I remember um, he did the sighting on my dad's house. Yeah. And so he did the sighting in my I, I was like eight, nine, and uh, my sister showed up just getting out of uh, college. She was like uh, just getting out of the class for the day, and uh, she's going to like TCC or some shit. She showed up. She had Daisy Dukes on, pulled up in her red Corvette, Prince playing, popped out, blonde hair. She goes, "Who's oh, that? Oh, that's my sister." And then all of a sudden, she goes inside, and then as soon as she goes inside, the ice cream truck goes by and he goes, "Hey, kid, do you like ice cream?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> so he was nice to me so my sister to, liked him he's he's playing the little brother to get to the older sister <laughs> oh dude he's got he's got way better stories than that after i mean i i got i gotta I, keep I got, I got confidential i got stories for him. or i got questions for him i should say we're gonna, we're gonna you got him, questions for him? Yeah, we're going to put him on the spot about your sister. <laughs> no. We got to keep this family oriented. That that That's part two. Part two. Speaking of which, we, we did two with Gonzo. That was pretty fun, except for I think I had a little too much wine on that one. Oh, 
I think you're. You little, did fine. I, th- I think you're a little too stoned for this one. I say something and you, no, you just no, 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 <laughs> is no. Anybody I, I was waiting there? for you to like. I was giving you a chance to recover. You didn't recover. Now you're going to play with me being stoned. Wow. I'm just trying to. We just you know try to keep them tight, keep them tight, keep them right. I don't know. Have you? How many have we done now? Six, seven. Oh, half a dozen. Half a dozen. Half a dozen. But the thing is, it's like kind of something nice to, to just think about when uh, you're kind of cooped up and got nothing else to do. But you, you want to think about good times and maybe where good times might go again. Yeah, I know. I mean, we can't hang out like in the backyard or nobody's garage. Can't golf. Can't. I mean, you today. Today's the first day. People were golfing today. I haven't run my Monday night skins game in like two months. People are allowed to golf today, only in twosomes, though. Yeah, how can I run again? I mean, if you've never experienced the Monday night skins game, it's instead of a twosome, it's like a 36-some. <laughs> Is that close enough to reality? Are you going to split it up into a couple of groups? No, we're just doing one. No, just one. Just There's 40 guys that tee, off, tee off at once. And, uh, you know, it's just a par three course, but if you hit the green... You're still in the game. You miss that shit. You best just start walking to the next hole. Hey, I, let me ask you a question, uh, real quick, Brett. What's forty? What's forty times twenty? Eighty. Or sorry, eight hundred. Eight hundred. So, so oh, so if we get that many people, that's what's in the pot. It's kind of a fun pot to play for. Hey, man, I've come close a couple times, um, but uh, I just can't seem to make my putts when they matter. Yeah, you probably ever drinks a little too soon. I remember last time I played, I had the KP on the first and second hole. I mean, I was within 10 feet on both, and I couldn't make my putts. When's the last time you played 18 holes? With Angry, um, in place of you. No. No, I'm talking about before that game. Before I played with Angry? Two years, three years. Oh, it might have been... Closer to like four or five. So you 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 hit the best shot in there, and you got about an eight foot putt, and you think, oh yeah, I used to do that back about ten years ago. I know I'm just gonna, it's gonna break a little bit. I mean, the thing is, you got to take the break out and just hit it dead center, and hopefully it hits about back of the cup and drops. Yeah, it's um, there's no right method, uh, you know, rhyme or reason, but. Uh, no, but you missed everything out on the edge because you're waiting for the break and you hit it through the break because you haven't played golf in a long time, so you haven't practiced. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, you lose your touch. You gotta you gotta accommodate for that somehow. Sometimes you overcompensate and that makes it worse. Now here's a question: If you're a guy and you stop dating for a while, do you still lose your touch? Socially, probably, yeah. I think, because one I of the guys so. we're going to call it, one of the guys we're going to call tonight is going to be a great uh, kind of a, a support for those of us who decide to stay single a little longer and just enjoy life. So that sounded, uh, I don't know, a little uh, conflicting there. 
I think you're talking about yourself. No, you just kind of no, no, you just you've been in this situation, and I've noticed that most of the people we talk to are guys that haven't been married. The one guy that has been married or two, Kenny Lofgren got kicked off the show, and uh, backroom Kenny, and yeah, he's, he he's, he's he's done for a while. Well, he had too many mush- he had too many mushrooms. He's done for a while. But the other guy we're talking about is um, Hobbsy. No, Hobbsy has never been married. Mm-mm. Oh, you're talking about but Sha- I mean, maybe maybe Shaman. I, where are you going with this? No, we haven't interviewed Shaman yet. He's coming. But the thing is, no, my thing is, is that most of us that we talk to are people who are MGTOW. Which is. Uh, men going their own way. We don't need to get married anymore. There's not any good women out there. There's, you've never heard about that slogan? MG, say it again. MGTOW, men going their own way. It's, it's where guys get to a certain age of their life and, uh, they're just like, I don't need a woman. I mean, once in a while, I need to be nice to kind of, you know, have a good time. You know, but for the most part, we don't want to deal with the bitching. We don't want to, you know, we can wash our own shit. We can do this. There's not those girls out there that are like marriage material anymore. You know what I mean? Like the ones you'll bring home and be like, oh, yeah, I'm still going to date her next week. Because you don't know. She might just be like, oh, no, I'm, I'm hanging out with Kevin next week. You know what I mean? Well, I mean... Th- I think you got to get your priorities straight, bro. Like, what do you what are you looking for exactly? You know, I mean, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just talking about this whole feminist thing. Okay. It's it's really hard for guys when you're like dating or you're like trying to take a girl out somewhere and you realize that she's probably got another two, three guys on the line in the next week. It's kind of like disheartening. You know what I mean? It's not like when you'd go meet a girl at a bar and, or see a girl at a bar or a dance club or restaurant, you know, cocktail area, and you'd go up to stalk her real quick, and you're like, oh, she's single, and you, you figure things out. Now everything's online. I mean, there's no, there's no hooking up in the original aspect. We talked about this before. I think there totally is... A- um, meeting in a, a natural place, and you know, it's just not the bars anymore. Just because, for whatever reason, the nightlife it's is. Not mine, is what I'm saying. The nightlife has changed, but I don't think that like uh, big events have changed. You go out to you know, uh, fucking live concert. Uh, you're gonna find some people, and they're gonna hang out afterwards mm-hmm. too. So I mean, like. You just got. Well, let me ask you, you, you got, this. It's it's marketing. It's you got to go where the people are. You got to put yourself. Let me. Where let me ask you are. this, Brett. Let me ask you this, Brett. I'm not saying I'm not asking how, when's the last time you have, but I I do know that you you said that you've kind of partaked in uh, online dating. Well, sure. I mean, it's like okay. And I remember this one time you had this cute girl show up, and uh, it was at UP Station. She was just a cutie. I think she had glasses on or some shit. 
Oh, that was a and, that was uh, wild. Well, we were all talking, and then and we were all respectful, totally respectful. But we're you were hanging out with your dudes, but you know we're singing karaoke and whatnot. I think it was me, you, and uh, Manny. She didn't make it. I that, think she, Manny. She, was, she didn't make it that far. You're you're cross blurring the situation. She left at the golf course. No, I'm talking about the one that did show up at UP Station. You've had quite a few. I, I, you're talking about the kitty with the glasses? In the little. Uh... I said the girl with the glasses. Yeah, so she she ended up leaving. And you asked her at one point, you're like, hey, what's your favorite part of the evening? And she's like, when it's done. Yeah, and she made it done. That wasn't a Isn't good that, that, what that, happened? that was not a good one because we were having a great time. Uh, all the way up. I in, thought she was having a good time too. She was. Something happened in the clubhouse. I, I wonder. I wonder if it was just one of those things that no matter what you did, she was gonna say the same thing. You know what I mean? I she already put it in her mind that she's just gonna let you keep buying her drinks. She's gonna keep getting mad and mad and mad, and then as soon as she gets the chance, she's gonna say, "Yeah, the end of this day is my favorite." Part. I mean, I don't know the way she said it was just. I remember looking at you guys, and you were like, "Because you were getting ready to get up and do like a karaoke." <laughs> what? We were all having a good time that night. Yeah, we were after she left. <laughs> oh, we, oh, we had time afterwards too. This is where where. Alcohol blurs the lines. So what happened was, I start the night out. We are uh, just her and I at some random little restaurant, having a drink, having some appetizers. And we end up uh, Ubering from downtown Puyallup all the way to, I said, hey, I said, I like where this is going. We're having a good time. I said, do you want to... have a fucking awesome time. She goes, yeah. And I said, do you like golf? And she's like, well, I, yeah, kind of. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you mean. I said, listen, my boy Danny throws literally a party on the golf co- course, and it's like a uh, little mini tournament. Now, you and I don't got to play, but we can join the party. I said, are you down? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. I said, trust me, you're going to have a good time. We're going to have our own cart. We're just going to get drunk the whole time. Okay, let's go. So we Uber all the way over, and we meet up with you. Like, what, like on the second hole or something like that? Yeah, yeah, you guys drove out. And then uh, we're out there, and we're having a good time, whatever. uh, She jumped in my car and smoked pot. She smoked pot? Yeah, she jumped in my car and smoked pot. I remember this now. This girl works for... uh, the forensic lab in Tukwila. So she's pretty much a cop. Oh, she's probably, she's probably mad at you because you made her break the law. She broke the law by jumping in your cart. <laughs> yeah, you made her do it. You invited No, but she, she was out for a while. She went over to a uh, UP station. She did not go to UP station, Danny. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's where, this is where you, block, well, this is where you, you block, you blocked out right then. 
Because if you think that she made it to UP Station, we may have picked up somebody well, somebody else on the you way. Brought a, you brought a girl with glasses to the UP Station at one point. Can't remember who that might have been, but the only one I can think of in the past two years with glasses is that one that went to the Skins game. If you're talking about that same night with Manny and stuff, she was not part of She left at the golf course. Somebody said something to her. I remember sitting in the clubhouse in that back room. It was just me, her, and Gonzo. And everybody else was, you know, figuring out what they're going to do. Then you show up, and then Manny shows up. And whatever we were talking about, something didn't work out, and she left. Oh, you're talking about the hottie you brought, blonde. She wasn't blonde. She was dark hair with glasses. But she dark. There was a okay. Well, you brought a hottie there one time to UP. So you're thinking about a completely different situation. No, 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 this no. This is but why you're you got to stop about drinking Foley. so much. You're thinking about Foley. You're thinking about Foley's. Yeah, we were at Foley's. You know, I just understand we're at different spots, and that's cool. I just, I, I finally good that we both understand each other. I mean, I didn't mean to bite you too much, but no, I'm just saying you're you're I'm just, you're cross. I'm your cross-fading memories is what I'm saying. I mean, I I obviously don't. I'm know. just trying to. I, I'm I obviously trying to don't. put a collage in there. I'm trying to put the best of Brett's Smitty every time I hear your voice. I obviously don't recall the person I brought to UP station, so I need to eat some of my own advice. I think <laughs> you might have you might have ate some edibles that night. I don't know, but you did show up. Did show and up. She was cute. Sure, she was cute. No, that was the product. So, she so goes, let's 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 get this. Let's 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 try stop trying to cross our T's and dot our eyes. You brought up online dating. Why? We got a special guest. We got a special guest. We got a special guest. Is Hobbs online? Hobbs is ready for you to call him. I sent you the one eight hundred. He charges by the minute though. All right. He's got some good stories. All right, we're going to ask him about online dating. That's all. That's all there is to it. So let's bring uh, let's bring Sean Hobbs onto the podcast and uh, see what he has to say about a little online dating, uh, dating Danny's sister, and I don't know whatever else we want to talk about. Hello. Sean Hobbs. Yeah. This is Brett Smith. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Welcome to the podcast. Got Danny on the line, too. All right, man. I'm going to have to do it tomorrow. I'll send Danny a picture. I just got a goddamn... Uh... <laughs> Dude, remember what I tell you about that raccoon? What? Yeah, your raccoon. Do you need us to come over and help you kill him? No, I got it out and it's trying. So now I know that there's babies inside the attic because it's trying to get back in. I blocked the hole off about an hour ago now. Well, I, had all, I had all these questions about Danny's sister and shit like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're not going so, into that. So, no, he's got, he's got, he's got rascal. Uh, so you're canceling on us. All right, well. No, no, it's in the attic, and this is the time of year they have babies, and if it's it's got babies in there, it's like a thousand bucks to 
have an exterminator come in. So I got it out and I blocked the hole. They had the neighbor had to get the thing out, scare it out. Now it's trying to get back up on the roof and get in that hole because so that's how I know there's babies in there. So, so Sean, 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 yeah. this is uh, this, this the podcast is live. We're just uh, making sure we're cutting it short because you are hunting. You're hunting. Yeah. Well, now I got to go put shoes on. I'm out flip flops. I don't want that thing to bite me because I got this huge rhododendron. <laughs> Tell Brett real quick. Tell Brett real quick the story you told me today when you looked at him last night. You crawled upstairs. You heard some shit. Did you think you're getting robbed? Yeah. You looked at him in the corner. Tell Brett that story. Well, I was out on the front porch having smoke, and I have a patio, uh, a roof that covers the uh, front porch, and I thought it was some birds. Or a squirrel up on the gutter, so I was like, I went out there and looked, like, what the hell? But I came back in the house, because I didn't see anything on the roof or in the gutter, and I came in, and then I hear the thing crumbling across the ceiling of the front room. I was like, what the fuck? So I took my, uh, took a flashlight, went upstairs into the, the, got a little hatch door to get into the attic, and I started to go back there. This thing goes scurrying across the front, it's like scared the shit out of me. So I shine the lights on it sitting in the corner thinking it's going to go out. And it's like, have you ever seen raccoons when their, their lights are in the, or their eyes are in the, in the light? They look scary with that little, the vicious, that little, uh, yeah, dude. And it, it's only about a three foot crawl space. So I'm hunched over. I got a hockey stick and I'm just like, oh. you're in a crawl space. You can't move quickly. And those, that thing's about to fucking tear your eyeballs out. No, cause I don't got any flooring there. So you got to stand on the, on the, uh, on the beams or you'll go through the ceiling. <laughs> so you're, 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 yeah. you're in a vulnerable position and you got a vicious raccoon staring you down. A mama raccoon. Apparently. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, no. I looked everything up on the internet. And this is the time of the year. They have between four and six of them things. I'm just like, oh, no, no. Put them over there. Well, you know what, Hobbs, you're you're always invited back. I know you got to cut your time short, but uh, go take care of those little bastards, and uh, we'll have you back on. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know if Danny wants to hear the stories of his sister. I've told him I'm off, though. Either if you got one, if you got one, I would love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> if you just, if you only got time for one story, Uncle, uh, Uncle Verla, Uncle Hobbs. Uh, not tonight. I'm gonna put on some shoes. How much? I gotta. You got one story. You got one one quick story. Oh man, it's like <laughs> about the time that I uh, she came to the house where I was working at, and I said I'm gonna I'm gonna go out with that girl one way or another. So I went up to the Safeway, got a bag of popsicles, got a nine year old Danny Brooks out on the front porch, got the whole <laughs> scoop on her. Two weeks later, I was going out with her. Oh Lord. You know what's funny, Pines? Right before we called you, about 10 minutes before you called you, he goes, how do you know Verla so well? And I'm like, let me tell you. There was this time he bought me hot cycles. <laughs> Next thing I know, he has dated my sister. 
But you know what? Out of all, no, no, no. Before we get off air, I got to make this very, very, very clear: is that out of all the guys she ever dated, Verlo was one of the best. He was top, top one two, top one two. Jesus Christ! If you're a dentist, part she would have fucking she would have fucking wrapped you up. Uh, yeah, that was, that was one I didn't want to get away. <laughs> Sweetest girl. God dang, I need to get shoes on. My lady isn't up there. Yeah, don't go. Well, you heard she's the worst. You probably get your chance. Oh, Lord. Um, no, I'm trying to catch this thing. I mean, flip-flops and sweat, and it's like stupid. I need to put on some boots. I hope things try to bite me. You need to gear up. Oh. Gear up! You're going. Yeah. To, you're going. To, to, you, you don't go into war with well, fucking flip flops. Well, I, I, I wish I. Uh, all the years I played hockey, I never wore wore a uh, face shield and stuff. Now, I wish I had an old hockey helmet, <laughs> helmet that had a uh, metal cage on the front. <laughs> Jumps in my face. Fuck. They're fucking scary, man. It's like, especially if they got babies. Now, now they're they feel threatened and stuff. So it's like. That. All right, Mister. All right, catch me, uh, catch me on another episode. For sure, we'll we'll, we'll schedule right, we'll, we'll schedule it right. All right, exterminate those All fuckers. Right. Hell yeah! All right, brother. Definitely. So, uh, right. so Brett, right, so Brett. Yeah. That is a life. That is a life of somebody hanging out at their house. They're realizing they do have some. Some uh, something in the closet. Well, you know what I mean? No, but uh, you know priorities. I guess there's a whole like six people listening this thing. So I mean, you know. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. But I'm saying is that he's able to address it. If he let it go a little bit, he might just be thinking like, "Jesus Christ, my house is haunted." You hear those noises at night. You know those creature crawlies. Well, where, where's Hobbs? He live? Does he live in Tacoma? He lives uh, over by Angry. Oh, yeah. So he's probably thought it was an intruder. Oh, no. What, you got, nothing to, you, well, got, you got nothing to worry about in South Tacoma? Come on now. Oh, they're in the bad part of Tacoma. Don't No, South Tacoma is like right above their part. They're like East Tacoma. Oh, yeah, Shallow Shan. Shallow Shan. Listen, there's there's some crazy shit. I remember speaking of online dates. I remember uh, a little blondie that I I brought back to the house we were staying at. You and I, and uh, Sweeney was gone. Homeless Matt Sweeney was gone, and uh, yeah, I ended up walking her the next day all the way back to her house, which was in the direction of Amen's place, but down the hill. And then up another hill. I mean, I must have walked like fucking six miles with this girl. I'm like, where the hell is your fucking house? She lived with her mom out in the back in a fucking converted shed. I'm like, what? In remember the, what in the mother? Remember Tufo? Remember Tufo with the UPS driver over at Tupo? Oh, yeah. Tupo over at uh, yeah. Remember Tupo? Oh yeah, I've been to I a couple of his luau's. I remember. I remember when I heard all this banging and shit going on downstairs 
And I knew you were getting drunk, and I didn't know you left the house. But you left the house, and you brought this whole party back to the house. Oh, uh, two, and, two uh, boats, cousins? It was, dude, it was all Samoans. Remember they got a fight in the bathroom? Yeah, and that was Another funny. guy went and knocked all down. They knocked all the pictures over. <laughs> that was insane. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you looked at me when we put some of my picture frames because those are my picture frames. You were, and we were trying you, to put them back pissed. to all the world. You were pissed. You're like, well, why'd you bring out all those people? I was like, I don't know. They gave me a ride back from the bar. I talked. I, I was hanging out with them, all of them, and we were having a good time. And uh, next thing I know, I'm like, well, fuck, I don't got a ride home. So uh, they're like, well, you know, you got a ride from one of them. And they're like, hey, come over. <laughs> like yeah yeah uh you know we'll take your back i got a pool table i yeah. got a pool table at that. yeah next thing you know we've got like 15 of their cousins in our fucking you know pool room and uh two of them were having a disagreement and started fucking going at it in our kitchen and it stumbled into the bathroom you know what's funny you know it's funny i came downstairs and i started playing pool i did I played pool a little bit. I, I was down there in my robe. They're like, who's this white guy? And I'm like, oh, who are you? You're in my, you're, 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 you're in my buddy's house and I'm his roommate, you know? And I go, hey, that's cool. And they just were totally, they were totally cool. Like the argument in the bathroom, honestly, even though he broke, he broke some shit, but they're just big boys. And the thing is, they, is took care, they calmed each other down. They, they, they took, calmed they, it down. They took care of themselves. They were self-contained. And, and you know, uh, the guy that, uh, you know, was, you know, the guy, my homie who... Funded it. Yeah, he was the guy that, you know, he said, I'll take you back, whatever, you know. Because we got two cars. No, like, he, he, he invited everybody in. And that's totally cool, it's, as long as somebody's in control, you know I, what I mean. I, like I, I was, don't, don't. I was, I was okay with the amount of people in the place. I just, you know, like I was, I was thankful that they were self-contained enough. We didn't have to call the cops. You know, I mean, that, well, it, well, it, you were, it, you're, it, you're, it, you're, it could have got hairy. It said, "Well, you were already hammered." Totally, and I'm like, well, "You're already hammered," and I was drink. I was already drinking and smoking all night. And I come down. But the nice thing is, is that they took care of each other. It was self-contained. I, I appreciated that. No, totally. Totally. Hey, if you go have a party out there and you're listening to this podcast, just, hey, don't cause an issue. Just relax. Yeah, relax. Be happy. Go, just be happy. You can go party. And, hey, if somebody's going to, you know, piss you off, just kind of, Relax. Don't get all up in their face. Don't say, what you doing? This ain't your party. You don't know anybody. Who knows? Who knows? It might be their house. Just, hey, when <laughs> might, you party, it might be their when house. When you party, party. I know. You just party, party. And when, when the lights go off, change venues. That's my advice on life. When the lights go off, change venues. Hey, should we... Uh... Should we bring in another guest? Do a random call? Random uh, random call guest? 
it would be on your uh, coin because I I I like to plan my guests ahead of time. Let's see. Let's give. Uh, let's see what Alex is up to. No, no. If you're going to call anybody, call angry. Could call angry. Um. Let's see here. Angry. 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 Let's give him a ring. You totally got him under Steve Amend. I can't do that shit. I can't. Can't put it on my phone. And Danny's after not that talent. Two weeks, three weeks hasn't what? Fig- he hasn't figured out three way calls yet. No. Nope. Nope. You know what? For some, for some reason, I can't. Oh well, it looks like it's just gonna be me and you for this one. So. What'd you do for uh, Cinco de Mayo? Do you have Do you have a Corona or a a, a Soul at, at least? I always have Soul, brother. <laughs> oh Lord! I I substituted that with a Bud Light and uh, and uh, White Claw. Have you had White Claw? The seltzer wine, yeah. Oh my God! I was dating this girl and she's like lived close to a 7-eleven and it was like i don't know 11 at night and she's like let's go down get some white claws this is like right right at the beginning of the pandemic and they were all gone except for like one flavor so we bought them out is she still alive oh yeah you said it was right before the pandemic i was kind of worried about her like, oh yeah yeah we're we, yeah it's all good like her and i just I don't you're know. the worst. If you're the last guy she had to hang out with, I'm mean, like. I don't know. I think mutually it just was, wasn't going to work. It was the second try on one of those deals, and uh, just didn't work out. But you know, I'm uh, you know, I'm on the Tinder right now, and uh, surprisingly and enough, surprisingly enough, there's not a lot of uh, a lot of bites for some reason. It's uh, a lot of bites. Not. So you mean in uh, people responding to you? I mean, I've had a couple dirty conversations. But, Hold up. But uh, yeah, not not uh, not as many bites as you'd think. You know, when people are at home doing nothing. You know, I mean, you you look at the TV and fucking Bumble is like got an ad. Every other ad on Fox News is Bumble. <laughs> What are you doing? I just think that uh, women at this point in time have a lot of control. And the thing is, is that the MGTOW been going their own way. That sounds kind of gay, but... Is, uh... No, it, it, it's, it's going to affect that a lot because, I mean... It's going to affect the I don't know about you, but I, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I'd like a good woman. I think you'd like a good woman, but... What we've seen in the past, as we've been growing up, is that nobody stays in for the long haul anymore. Everybody gets divorced. The guy's a piece of shit. He doesn't get any custody of the kids. I mean, it's why not, would we put ourselves in that situation? It's not so up. I think eventually it's going to get to a point where the feminist movement, like 
Right now, the uh, hashtag MeToo movement, ever since Joe Biden uh, got accused, all of a sudden, like, Alyssa Mulatto and all those people got really quiet. They're like, oh, it's everybody except my friend type of thing. Oh, you know, oh, you think you think that the the, the Me Too thing is uh, quieting down because Sleepy Joe's been uh, accused. Well, you're again, so so it's, it's Me Too has always been Democrat side because they're like let's, let's tr- Trump's grabbing Trump's grabbing well, think about a conservative and, side. Just think about think about a Democrat and a conservative side. So Democrat is like believe the woman. Uh, conservative is still like the Constitution. Prove me guilty. Well, so the, the 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 whole Me Too movement, the hashtag Me Too, is believe a woman always. And there's a reason why there's a lot of us single guys out there is because we dated some girls and they were phenomenal. And then all of a sudden they got what we would we would like to classify as a little crazy. And if you point this out to women, they get even more insane. Oh yeah, totally. It's, it's, I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, but I mean, the thing is, it's like life goes up and down, you know, situations change and shit like that. And if I was, was with a relationship with a woman, I'd be like, Hey, I just want to be there when I can be there for you. And, and I want you to be there for me type of thing. And I hope you, I don't need you to be there, but I just want you to be there. You know, and like with my parents, I mean, I guess the older you get, I mean, they're at their point where they like yell at each other and shit like that and grovel about, you know, you know, God damn it, you can't hear what I'm saying. Shut up. And you know what I mean? You should hear that. Okay. So my grandfather is 80 years old or just turned 81. Uh, Yeah. The shit that comes out of his mouth is like, well, if I would have known what I known today, I wouldn't have got married. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I mean, is his wife still around? Oh yeah, and he says it right in front of her face. It's it's hilarious uh, because I think he wanted to travel a little bit and he wanted to kind of just do his own thing a little bit, but he just he, he keeps saying, you know, like back in those days, what you were supposed to do was get married and have kids. So like when he was like 20, you know, the best thing too is she's not trying to poison him neither. Yeah, I'll put a little arsenic in this, you motherfucker. She's, she's not trying to poison him. She's just like, I know he would have loved to have done that, but he didn't do it. He got stuck with me. Something like that. You know, he's like, I got married at 20, started having kids. He had three kids. And then, uh, you know, goes on a single tear for a while from like, I don't know, 28 to 31, 32. Meets his new wife. And, uh, you know, she had her own kids. He had his own kids. They never had any kids together. And uh, still thinks that uh, he shouldn't have got married then. So it's like, you look at, um, here's, here's, here's an example, a real life example. Look at fucking A-Rod, okay? A-Rod, you know, super popular baseball player. Uh, gets married, has a couple kids, and uh, doesn't work out. Gets divorced. Who knows how much money that bitch got. But, you know, fucking uh, now, today, he's getting married to Jennifer Lopez. She's got her own kids. She's been married, been divorced. Uh, 
And uh, I think that guy's winning right now. No, 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 no. This is what you got to think about. It's just if they get divorced, he's not going to get hurt that much because what a lot of people do is that they try to date to their same level or above. Like women always want to date to above them because they want somebody to take care of them. But for the most part, if they're a successful woman, they want to uh, date somebody that if they got divorced, they would still have their money. Now, take Adele, for example. You heard Adele just got divorced, right? I did not. So Adele... So Adele... So Adele... So Adele, so Adele so, so hold on. So hold on. So Adele married this chubby bastard. Well, she's kind of a chubby bastard had herself. A, had a kid with him. She's at her highest popularity. And then she looks at him and she goes, I want a divorce. And he goes, okay. And he goes, here's my attorney. And she's worth 175 uh, euros. And they rewarded him like 125 million euros because they were like, well, he was married at you at the prime of your career and uh, you're going to have a lot more, you know, longevity. So you get more taken away now, but you're going to make it back. But on top of that, you owe Mel. And the whole, you know, the whole uh, feminist movement the whole uh, girl power. All those women were like very upset. They were like, oh, she got taken advantage of and this and that. And the thing is, well, it's one of those things is that uh, us men are just like, yeah, if you, if you marry the wrong girl, she could, she could screw you. Well, I, I mean, mean she, sounds... could, she could beat her. Sound, she could beat like herself up. She could beat. She could beat herself up and then tell the cops that you hit her. Well, it sounds like Adele's ex kind of made out. He he was he was playing the opposite. He's playing. He's playing the selfish girl, and uh, he he was the stay at home dad. He yeah, took care of the kids. He's a girl, and, and she told she told him she told him I wanted divorce, and he's like. Honey, I still love you. And she goes, no, I want to do this. And he goes, all right, well, you'll, you'll hear from my lawyer. <laughs> oh, Lord. And, and, the, and the thing is, is that finally somebody on that side of the field, a woman that's making a lot of money, the last time this happened was like Madonna with Guy Ritchie. Remember that? Madonna married Guy Ritchie, and she owed him like $40 million. Well, you know, I mean, that's why she's got to step up her game. She's she's dating under under her ability, and uh, but, no. But this is my question, though. If if you're worth so much and you marry a girl that's worth a lot of money, and you guys are together for seven years, because that's a, that's a minimum. In, in Washington as far as if you're with somebody for some years you're basically married 
And at that point, they can be like, I don't want to be with you anymore. I get happy your shit. And the whole time, you have been the one working. So since you're the one that's been working, you're, you are basically liable for making sure that that's provided for that person. Let alone you're not providing it for yourself anymore because you have to split half of what you used to earn with that person. Which is bullshit. I mean, it's which just is, a which, weird system. Which is bullshit. I mean, it shouldn't be like that. I, I mean, that's why they prenup, prenup. <laughs> you know, I mean, shit. Like, I, I think when it's over in the relationship, it should just be over. And, you know, like this whole providing somebody else that you're not with a particular lifestyle, you know, that's where the person that makes more money gets fucked. And, you know, I mean... Unless, unless you're Donald Trump and, like you said, prenup, prenup. He did a prenup with all of his first wives. So smart. Oh, dude, remember she was like Ivanka? Ivanka Trump? Yeah. She, she was like, oh, no, I helped him build this business and business and she was trying to be on tv and like sit in front of the like behind the desk and act like she was taking a phone call and shit she didn't know what button to push or i mean it was just you know and then uh what then he uh did the marla maples girl yeah she was pretty hot well you know i mean I think, uh, but that's it. That's the guy that's always been successful and never got screwed and uh, divorced. But he's like, um, no, he didn't do shit. You know what I mean? I mean, he's gotten divorced what three times, something and he's like never that. been fucked in the court system. Something like that. I don't know. But you know, uh, I bet you there's a lot of uh, women that are upset with Trump because of having a prenup. I mean, he had so much money before he got married, you know, and you can't say that, uh, you know, Ivana Trump, you know, she was the base of his, of his wealth. I mean, she may have helped him, but that's what you do in a relationship. You help each other, right? So, I mean... Was he using her during that entire time? Doubt it. Who? Who? Ivanka? No, Donald Trump. Do you think he was using Ivana Trump? I don't. I don't think. Maybe a little bit, but like, I don't think. To no, he married her because he married her because she's a good piece of ass, and he was just making millions upon millions. And then when she decided to get divorced. He was like, no, you're not taking half my shit. And he's one of the guys that's always fought back to women trying to take half. He's had two wives try to take half his shit. He's like, no. And he's always come up on top. And that's the guy you want running the country. We got a lot of marriages out there with other countries. And you want somebody to go, no, you're not going to fuck me. (laughs) I'm I'm getting the kids and you don't get any visitations right. How about that? Go fuck yourself. Yeah, so go fuck yourself. I don't know. Like, it's a slippery slope. It can go both ways because, you know, when you're getting married, it's a uh, it's a partnership. 
And, uh, you know, depending on what deal you enter into, I mean, you get someone that has a prenup, uh, you know, that's just what you got to expect. And, you know, however it pans out, it pans out. I mean, you get you get a guy that's worth that much money. Do you really think it's ever going to be an equal partnership? I don't think so. No, but let me ask you a question. Because me and you have talked about this quite a bit. If all of a sudden me and you all of a sudden made up Facebook or, you know, YouTube or whatever. Podcast, all the, podcast all these, blows all up. Cash, no, we know there would be girls that were gold diggers out there that were just trying to, you know, well, I think, trying to be on top of the pie. I think you're right. And, you know, you as a person that's going to agree to a marriage should should know that. And that's why, you know, I think Mr. Tr- Mr. Trump did the prenups because he knows that mm-hmm. half the reason that uh, that other person is with them is because he provides a certain lifestyle and they're they want it, he's, and they do whatever they They do whatever they do whatever they can do to keep that lifestyle because that's what they want. And you know when the other person, in this case Donald Trump, you know is making that lifestyle happen, he feels that he can dictate on if it's he he, he has more cards in the game, you know of how of to gauge how it's going because if it's not going to how he wants he just pulls out and he's done it two or three times right at least twice he hasn't pulled out well on, he's stayed in about five times because he's got a couple of kids yeah but he's ha- hasn't pulled out on melania you know i mean and i think that uh she's not pulling out she totally could have and there's been moments even during his presidency where you look at him and like is that even a couple? You know, I mean, shit. But she's with him uh, because, you know, he's... I, I can almost guarantee, let's mark the day, May 5th, 2020, I'm saying it, those two are getting divorced as soon as he's out of office. I'm not saying the day of, but I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it long term. I, 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 I don't agree with that. What, you think she's going to stick around like Hillary Hillary Clinton? No, she's sticking around because Donald Trump is actually a true man. He's a true man. All the way through. He, he sat there and he goes, hey, honey, he, think about this. He had a conversation with her and he goes, honey, I think I should do this because I think the country's kind of fucked up and I think I can kind of help it out. But I got to be me and I got to do me. And, and if we do this, honey... There's going to be a lot of people that don't like you, and I'm just going to let you know right now, you're the most beautiful girl, blah, blah, blah. I mean, she's amazing. She's a beautiful. She speaks five languages. Don Lemon came on today on on, uh, fucking CNN and was bad-mouthing fucking Melania Trump, comparing her to to, uh, Obama's wife. Saw that, yeah. And uh, that was just like... and, And... it's one of those things that is see bottom feeders. I see a lot of bottom feeders who just try to <laughs> suck up all the last oxygen they can before they like die out and stuff because it's like, I mean, I look at stuff like that and I'm like, how pathetic do you have to be? 
I mean, it's it's like presidents or, or people that go for the office, whether it's a man or a woman, they're the one that goes in the office. Why are you throwing their wife in there? Because the whole thing with like uh, presidential ladies is that they're just trying to do the best they can, like Nancy Reagan did, you know, just say no. I remember that forever, and that was horrible. Horrible idea. That was to drugs, though. Not but, uh, what? That was just for drugs. Say no to drugs. Yeah, but it was, for any, it was for any drugs. And that was back when they said pot leads to cocaine. Well, I mean, it does if you're a Republican. <laughs> I'm a Republican, and I started with cocaine before I did pot, just to prove the point. <laughs> Think about that. You know, I mean, party politics, right? Well, I don't think she was well, talking. No, my my the, point the, is that she like, wasn't talking about men and women. She was talking about drugs. But who? I see. But I see your point. Who do you th- who do you think of who? Nancy Reagan. Who are you talking about? I was. I well. I kind of already kind of flash forward back into like the new weird politics. Like, like, what do you think with, like, this, uh, what do you think about, uh, AOC getting a whole bunch of people rooting for, uh, um, she, she's crazy. no, uh, she's no, 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 no rent, no, uh, mortgage for two, three months. She's, she's a dumb bitch. Uh, she has no plan behind that. And, uh, she just says stuff to rally people. She, that's what she's good at. Is that she can? Speak. You know what she reminds me of? She reminds me of a little girl with a whole bunch of pennies sitting in front of a wishing well, flipping them in. Yeah, that's what she says. I wish for free health care. I wish for free mortgage. I wish for free rent. I wish for. I wish for. I wish for. And she just got this stupid look on her face, and it's just like, you know, somebody has to pay for that. It's like she's not very smart. That's the whole, well, the whole thing is like the whole, the nice thing about life is that you be, you are able to be a kid and you can play with all your friends and bullshit and talk and stuff. But then also the nice thing about being a kid is that you eventually become adult and you're like, Oh shit, things cost money. Like things, you know, tires, gas, food, Things you don't think about as a kid, rent, mortgage, uh, mattresses, like I got flooring, I got to replace the, you know, you got all sorts of different things to think about when you're, but the nice thing about when you're a kid, that's, you don't have to think about any of that. But the thing is, once you grow up, you should be able to grow up and be like, Hey, we got a lot more responsibilities going on. And I look at like AOC and I'm like, She's never grown up. She still thinks she's like in lollipop land. She's like friends with the, uh, you know, Peter Pan and making this fly away. Something like green that. energy. Something like that. Stop getting cows. Stop, now, stop getting cows to fart. Now, I honestly don't like some of those ideas are good, but like if you look deeper into some of them, they just don't pan out. You know, I mean, some of the things that we deal with in Seattle is that, uh, what's her face to fucking God, I hate her so much. Dan Pan. 
Oh, the fucking city councilwoman. Her name is, uh, she's the Indian woman. God, what is her name? Help me out. I don't, I don't know. All I know is that uh, Governor Ainsley is open up things, but you got to have a, there, you got to actually look around. There's a couple of countries and there's a, uh, a few cities or states that never closed down and their infection rates are totally fine. And this whole thing about they telling, telling restaurants, you can bring, you can have, tell a restaurant, you can have 25% capacity. They can't make money. They might as well just stay shut down. You know what I mean? No one's coming in. No, Costco's and, I mean, Costco's got it pretty good. They got the face mask and what. I haven't been since they had to do that. Well, let but. me let me ask you this, okay? The bars start opening up. It's Taco Thursday at fucking the top. Are we go, are we going day one? I'm I'm not. I am. You're gonna go. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I just I just don't. Don't put it this way. Put it this way. Put it this way. You don't think you've never? You don't think you came in contact with it yet? I'm not sure. I haven't gotten the antibody test. No, 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 no. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. You do not think out of everything you do. Oh, I probably just have. Driving around. No, especially when it first happened and you were like, ah, fuck. You know, and then now everything's, we've never been on lockdown. Now you're on lockdown. You probably had it before lockdown. And you probably just went by it because it was like it didn't affect your immune system because you're a healthy guy, you have good lung capacity. You know, you I mean, you looked at it basically, and it and it, and it even it wasn't even a cold; it was more like a cough. You're like, ah. possibly. I mean, I don't, well, I don't know. I don't know for sure. Until, you don't know, you, nobody knows for question. sure until they get their their blood test. No, done. here's my question: Do you think Do you think you've already got it? Do you think you already had it at one point and you just got over it? I can't honestly answer that, but I think that I came in contact with something at one point, and you know what I can say? You know what I can say is that I'm in a tight knit situation, and I don't want to get certain people infected. But I worked till the end of the uh, cutoff. I worked till the very last day. They said, you're not coming back to work tomorrow. And then I went like golf the next day. And I've lived in my house like a hermit. And every time I go do things that are with the other uh, co-inhabitants in this place, uh-huh. I, always, I always wipe shit down just because I'm like, because I know that I'm I'm more of the type of person that can like get it and get through it, and there's a lot of people that can't get get it and get through it. You know what I mean? Right. Like I think I think I might have already had it. And I think I might kind of, but the thing is, if I still touch something, I can still pass the virus. You know what I mean? Even though I'm immune to it, might have had it. I could my- still. T- might have had it on my birthday. Yeah. I had it up on the on the bathroom floor. <laughs> you don't know. 
you were the first victim. I don't know. You know, my mom, uh, she had pneumonia, like super bad, uh, back in September. And she she works a second job. Uh, she works at the pier, where they got all the cruise ships coming on and off, and all these different travelers coming into Seattle. So, where in Seattle? Downtown Seattle, yeah. And uh, she got super sick in September. Went right in the towards the end of the season, and she thinks that she may have gotten coronavirus then, because she goes, "I've never been that sick in my entire life." And they were telling me that I had pneumonia. And I'm like, well, how the fuck would I get pneumonia? So just today, she goes to the doctor because uh, she's got some other things that she's working through. But um, she asked him straight up, like, hey, draw my blood. I want to know if I have antibodies for coronavirus because if I do, that would tell me back then that I probably... What happened? I, she probably had it back then. Well, she just got the test today, so we don't know yet. But, you know, I mean, it's kind of far-fetched, but in other ways it's not because she was around those people that, uh, you know, you know, travelers that were coming from all all ends of the globe, you know, just parking the ship. It's not not far-fetched because the shit started a lot earlier than we thought. I believe that, too. And this is the weird thing. This is the weird thing. China cut off all travel from Wuhan to other provinces of China, but they allowed Wuhan in China to travel anywhere. Yeah. I Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. Um, yeah, there's a lot of dirty shit we don't know, and to be honest with you, I think it's a, it's a big cover-up for something. I mean, my honest opinion is that it's uh, active bioterrorism, and because uh, the numbers are just so skewed, especially like with New York. I mean, they're just so skewed. Um, so you don't know. Uh, it's tough to say, you know. Uh, well, like, well, like I said, I said like uh, people were, if you notice, like in a lot of those monthly re- reports is that nobody's died of heart attack lately. Nobody's died of diabetes because they put it all under coronavirus. And the main thing sold by the uh, hospital to put it under that classification because that was getting paid by the government. It was a guarantee. Yeah, there's doctors are coming out in California saying that, like, hey, we're being pressured to report some deaths as coronavirus deaths. So what's with, what the fuck is with that? You know, that seems crazy. I mean, I really think that this is a deeper thing. Like it's a, like I said, active bioterrorism. I think it has to do with trying to take Trump down. He had a lot of momentum going into this. He had just struck a bunch of good deals with uh, China and uh, the USMCA and all of that stuff. Just come, he got acquitted, you know, for uh, the impeachment thing. I mean, there's just so many weird things happening prior to this that just. And they just started up a new impeachment thing. They they started up a new uh, investigation into how President of this, Trump yeah of this responded handling this, to the yeah. coronavirus. So no, listen, so listen, we've got I mean, we've, like, we've got like two minutes of, left, and uh, we should probably wrap this up and think about, think about, think about <laughs> well, this conspiracy let's, theory let's, for our next one. Let me finish this real quick. You got ten seconds. Is that? Uh, 
10 seconds from two minutes. Yeah, it's about to end. Yep, and that's the end of today's podcast, so we'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening. We'll check you next time.